Hello, you little mustard nuggets. Welcome to episode 122 of Hungry in Kentucky. <laughs> Sorry, that was uh, funnier than I anticipated it to be. Uh, I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm uh, joined in Fort Lewis Studios by Carrie. Yeah, I never know exactly what your hello introduction is going to be. Me neither. Um, but that was a good one. <laughs> I really like that one a uh, lot. I was... My secret is that I, much like if you listen to today's episode of Girls Beer Sports, um, <laughs> we decide what our aliases would be, and much like how I Kaiser so say did that one together, I also do that with these, uh, Yes. what I call you. Yeah, so and I like it. Whatever I'm looking at, that's what it is. Yes, so. I like it. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, it has been a day yeah carrie's uh sipping on some bourbon i'm channeling my inner nate over here y'all remember nate way back from Mm -hmm. from the beginnings of this podcast hey nate out there in is he still in japan land i reckon okay hello nate in japan land and uh yeah hope to see him at some point whenever he comes back to the states absolutely yeah hopefully he comes back to good old kentucky yeah so i'm hoping i'm hoping that happens and yeah. i'm hoping that we're still doing the show when it happens so that we can have him on absolutely have him on in person and not yeah not in that 12 hours wiki 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 12 hours behind and all the the trying to cram around the table to see him and then and then the internet connections and yeah, yeah. so i miss that guy yeah so I'm challenging. It has. It is. And you know, I, I stopped drinking on this show a while back, um, just you know for various reasons or whatever. But um, you know, it's just I was just like, I, I got I gotta have something because it has been. It's just, it just has been, and it's it's gonna be a week, and it's only Tuesday. It so, sounds uh, positive. Yeah, yeah. But but I'm here, and we're gonna have fun. Yeah, like we always do. Um. I mean, yeah, it just feels like dark and dreary outside, and the sun was out for like one hour earlier, and it lifted my mood slightly, but it's just been so dark and dreary lately, I'm just like, eh. Yeah, because it rained rained last week for, what, four days? Yes. And then that was after the snow, Mm -hmm. and now it's just kind of wet and gray and cold and gross, and there's no snow, which I'm fine with, to be honest with you. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there that if it's cold, they're like, I want snow if it's cold, but... I mean, yes and no. Like, if it's going to be this dreary, at least have some precipitation, you know? Like, it's, I just want to stare out my, like, back door while I'm working and just see, like, gray. Nothing. Yeah, because even if it's rain, at least it's something. Yeah, and the rain's, like, calming, so then you're like, ooh, yeah. I can get in, like, a good, like, ambient work mood and just start, like banging out a bunch of like mindless stuff right where here i'm just like no it just looks depressing outside yeah because because rain is a mood yeah rain's a mood yeah i'd say that yeah yeah and then like if it's snowing outside you're like oh look it's snow how cute no there's just nothing to look at this there's no leaves on the trees <laughs> it's still 30 degrees outside it's just cold and wet and damp and gross and it's affecting my mood so i'm sorry i love it it's okay. I'll yeah. get the sad lamp out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you still using that? No. No. I haven't yeah. used it in a while, but maybe I'll have to get it out. I know? just, you know, I gave up on it. it I just, did use it for quite a while. It, it did help a little bit. I just, it, well, it wasn't for me, but, you know, I, I was I'm glad. I was glad to give it to you to see if it worked for you. Because yeah. I think it's one of those things where I don't know if it's psychological <laughs> or what, but I feel like it's one of those things, again, that's going to work for some people, but not everybody. Sure. Right? Yeah, I know people that swear by them and yeah. people that think that they're just like a bunch of hooey, but I mean, I'm somewhere in the middle, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want it to work, it probably works yeah. better for you than if you think it's kind of like a crock of whatever. Yeah. But, you know. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to pull that out and see how that works. There you go. And that's what he said. Um couldn't help myself. It was right there. I softballed. Hey, if you're gonna to tee, my, if you're gonna tee it up, you might as well just hit it out. I softballed it to myself. Passed it to myself, much like Lamar Jackson did in that uh, game on Sunday. God, what a disaster! <laughs> the only good play he had. Oh my God! I mean, obviously, we're gonna talk all about this on Girls Beer Sports on Sunday. But um, but yeah, man, what an absolute disaster! Terrible. And uh, the worst part is that. One of the YouTubers, the shoe YouTubers I follow, um, went to the game like on at the last minute because he's like a huge Ravens fan, and he's like, "I'm gonna get myself a 
grail pair of shoes in honor of the AFC Championship. So I got purple Nike SB Dunk, purple lobsters. Hmm. So it's like a whole line of like mm-hmm. lobs. They're not like shaped like lobsters, but they have all have the same theme, and they come with a little like rubber band that you would put over a lobster claw. You put mm-hmm. them over like the toe, mm-hmm. and they're like real hyped up and real expensive. Mm. And he bought a pair of them, and they're fully suede. And he wore them to the game, no. and it was raining. And oh. I was like, "Why you wear those to the game? They're it's raining. No, 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 and they're no. suede. Yeah. And at one point, he like pointed his camera down, and he was like, "No." Like, yeah. Those. Well, they got ruined just like the Raven season. Yes. And brand new, they're $3,000. Holy. He didn't get them brand new, but. You could have at least put plastic bags over them, yeah. right? To put rubber band plastic bags to your feet or something? Yeah. He got his dad a pair of like SB ducks that were the Raven's colors, and they were like $130. Wow. Which I would have far rather worn to a game in the rain than $3,000 right. shoes, but yikes. Well, the whole game was terrible. Speaking of that and food, I just I just put this, this plug in right here. So um, whenever the AFC-NFC championship games are, are going on, that's when um, the, the ladies of the Rock League, the Fantasy League, and then all the other fantasy uh, leagues that are associated with Shamrock, so that's when they have their payout parties. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun, and everybody gets together down there, and, like, the, the person who wins has to buy everybody a round or whatever. Oh, like, so, so the, right, so the yeah. Jill, um, I think it's Jill Waltrip who won, um, she had to buy all the, the, the girls in the league a drink or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, it's very nice because um, CO and it puts on a, a little buffet for everybody who's in all the leagues or whatever. She come down, you have a couple of drinks and some free food, and you, yeah, you watch the games or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so this year, this year they had some it has a new thing that needs. There's one thing that absolutely needs to be on the menu, and there's another thing with some tweaking that could also be a staple on the menu. So they had a typical nacho bar with the chips and the cheese and the chili, and that's always mm-hmm. good. This year, instead of like wings and tendies and stuff, Mm -hmm. they had a slider, hamburger slider, on a pretzel cheese. I should say cheeseburger slider on a pretzel bun, and they had a chicken slider on a pretzel bun. The problem is, I think they needed to rethink the chicken slider because the piece of chicken was too big, Mm -hmm. so it made it a little dry, and there was no sauce on it. So, but the cheeseburger slider on the pretzel bun. Needs to be on some either regular menu, some kind of brunch menu, some kind of they do game day menus, mm-hmm. right? Some kind of game day menu because that thing was spectacular. It sounds amazing. I didn't know you told me about it yesterday or Sunday. I didn't know that it was a pretzel bun. Yes, sorry. I love a pretzel bun. I think I just told you it was a slider. Mm-hmm. It was on a pretzel bun. And another interesting thing that they had, and I don't know how well that this would go over with people on a menu, okay. but I really liked it. So they always have corn dogs. Mm-hmm. But this year, they had like, it was more like a tempura batter. So it was a light batter. You could still see the hot dog, kind of like it wasn't fully, fully battered, but it was enough battered that you got like the batter, but it wasn't super heavy like a corn dog. It was good. For a second, I was thinking like you could see through the batter and see the hot oh. dog through there, and that's why I made a face. Sorry, where I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to see the inner. No, of the no, hot no, dog. no, no. You could like just, I mean, you could take, you know, yeah. you know, what I'm saying like you see the outside of the hot dog there, but no, it, it wasn't it was, like super. Thick no, it wasn't super thick. It wasn't super cakey. <clears throat> It was just it was just enough that you got like a crunch and mm-hmm. you got that kind of corn dog esque flavor. Okay. But it wasn't yeah, it wasn't that super cakey hmm. heavy corn dog. It was okay. really good. So yeah, Shamrocks, you need and those sliders maybe I don't know what kind of work goes into those and that kind of thing or whatever. Mm. But man, they were good. Ooh. Man. I don't really want a burger on a pretzel bun. It was tasty, I'm telling you. And that was probably I think the most popular thing on the table. I'd say so. Yeah, it was there I had I think I had like two or three. They were really good. Don't they usually have like other little handheld foods too, like taquitos or something? Yeah, they that that, they've had egg rolls in past, rolls, um, yeah, but man. they didn't do that this year. They just did the nacho bar, the two the two different sliders, and mm-hmm. then the hot dogs, which was it was plenty. Yeah, right? it was it was plenty. Yeah. Um, but yes, those sliders, man, put them on a menu somewhere because they were delicious. Mm. I was gonna say someone should have like a slider restaurant, but I think they tried that at a local. Is that what it was called? Oh. Where else it is now? 
That place, though, it was mostly yeah, sliders. It was mostly sliders. You were correct. I think they had other. I only went there once. Me, I think me and Renee. I don't know. Yeah, I went. Else. I went. I've I've been there. I don't think I've been there with you, but I've been there. Yeah, I don't remember who I went with, but um, it was a long time ago, and they're gone. So yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> It, it was wasn't fine. anything you're at home about. They were too if expensive. If someone would like make elevated sliders, yeah. they're like cheeseburgers on pretzel buns. Well, I mean, you know, my my idea, my million dollar idea for McDonald's is the Mini Mac. That's true. Which is essentially a Big Mac slider. So, you know, I think you could make a killing if you did it correctly. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. Someone try that. Bring that back. Do it. Let's do it right in 2024. So we'll say, um, before we get to kind of what we... Uh, We've been eating, and um, the the one place that we went uh, this past weekend was really good, and I highly recommend it. But um, before we get that, I think, feel like we have to RIP a restaurant that we championed, that we went to, that we talked to the chef that was down there at one point, and RIP, it is no longer with us, and that's Old Vine Bistro. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, Late-breaking news. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think they're, I think they're their last... Their last service was last weekend, I think, mm. like last Saturday. So I guess the story that I read was that they had to shut down because they had to replace their hood mm. and their and their, their kitchen, their, whatever, yeah, yeah, their kitchen or whatever. And then the owner, I guess, is just kind of an older guy, and he was just like, mm, "I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm out." This vent hood's got to be replaced. I can't stand to go on. Let's just get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that the money and, and that kind of thing, you well, know. It's just, so hard to keep a restaurant is. above water anyway. It is. So, well, I hate to hear that. And it's a shame because that place, great, probably best happy hour in the city, honestly. Oh, yeah. I still stand by that. that whip and that Whip Feta was, and, you know, I've had Whip Feta at, at Rolling Oven. Mm-hmm. They got a good one. They actually have a Whip Feta at Harry's. They have a Mediterranean oh. trio that you okay. can get that's a hummus, a Whip Feta, and tzatziki. Yeah, I have seen that. It's good. I haven't had it, but yeah, I've seen it. It's tasty. But, I think the uh, the king of all whipped fetas was Old Vine Bistro. Yeah, I feel like they started it. Yeah, around here. Anyway. The, yeah, and friendly staff, and you know, mm-hmm. just every time I had gone in there, and you know, I went in there like a couple of times after we went in there um, yeah, and did our yeah, interview yeah. and all of that. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just it's shame to see it close. But you know, I understand. I mean, you, if you've been in the restaurant business for a long time, I think you get to a certain point where it's like you either just you either sell or you just get out, right? Yeah. Unless it's just like, it's either they get super popular and take off or like they just kind of peter out, unfortunately. Yeah. Which sucks because, you know, we love local restaurants and Mm -hmm. unique places and that was a cool little spot downtown and um, yeah, well I hate to hear that and um, that chef moved on quite a long time ago. Andy? That was his name, right? Yeah. I believe he's at... Wasn't he at Jay Renders yes. for a minute? Is he still there? I don't know. That's okay. where I last knew him to be. But he's an excellent chef, and he has a, a really good story, too. He does, and actually his story <clears throat> kind of plays into the, the place that we ate this weekend, or this past weekend. Yeah. I mean, kind of, you know, kind where of. he where he yeah. came from in that whole kind of recovery and, mm-hmm. and addiction type of thing. <clears throat> yeah, so first of all, if you want to hear that, uh, that's on the, the podcast feed <laughs> way, way back. back. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, it was, was, it was after the initial COVID, like, shutdown, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. <clears throat> like, when we first started coming back around. Yeah. Because we went to a couple of places we that did. summer. Like, yeah, summer. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it may but, um, may have been then. But yeah, so he's a, a recovering addict and is very like would likes to tell a story, is very vocal about it, um, likes to help people out who are in that situation, which is very noble. And um um that's a hard thing to recover from, but that's awesome that he's doing that and helping others and this weekend for brunch, uh, Carrie and I went to a place that does that here in town, too, through their restaurant work. So we went to DV8 Kitchen. So yeah, we went to the East End. Yeah, the East End one uh, on Winchester. Well, it's like it's, off of Winchester. it's weird. So the address is Third Street. So technically, I guess they do face Third Street. Yeah. But you to get there, you have to turn on to Midland and then make a right and then kind of go up in, a, in their parking lot to yeah. get in their parking lot. It's a it's a weird little place to get into, but it it's in that little corner where you can like merge from yeah, Winchester right on the Road corner onto Midland, of Midland yeah. or you can keep going straight onto Third Street. Yeah, so, 
that very iconic turn that we all know if yes. you're off the interstate or new circle there or whatever yeah yeah um but <coughs> i've been there not to that particular location but i've been to deviate a lot i've ordered it a lot um when we were doing our like covid vaccine clinics at kroger field they would cater that on occasion hmm. um so i've had it quite a bit and i'm very familiar but carrie'd never been nope and i always see that you know when we go to mirror twin or go you know go anywhere in that area because that's how that's how we get to downtown from from fort lewis because that's the best way to go and you know i see it all the time because they got a real nice uh, like mural on the building mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff so it's really easy to see and i was like man i want to go there and so finally sarah's hey let's go to db8 and i was like yeah let's do it yeah and it's nothing like super fancy which contrary to popular belief i like for breakfast like for dinner i feel like i kind of want to be challenged sometimes with something different but for like breakfast or lunch or whatever you don't have to get super fancy on that it's fun on occasion but just give me like a nice simple sandwich Mm -hmm. on some good quality bread i'm fine yeah um so we went down there and everybody that works there is in recovery of some sort um, they do a lot of like outreach with recovering addicts, um, help them get like other jobs uh, elsewhere and like really help them like assimilate back into the community. So well, like, and offer them support too, because <clears throat> yeah. a lot of times if, you, if you've been in recovery and you know, I have a, I have a personal a friend, very good friend, um, who, you know, went into recovery and now she works in recovery. And so, you know, you need that support system, yeah. right? Coming out. Uh, to stay clean and i think dv8 really offers that Mm -hmm. absolutely and the food's good um everybody there's super nice um had really good service um i like their pastries a lot they have really good pastries they do and i'm going to talk about that (laughs) (laughs) um and i have like a usual order i get from there but they had specials up on the board so i got the specials so that was the honey sriracha chicken biscuit um which was not too hot for it being sriracha, but um, sriracha can be hot. It can not be as hot depending on which one, which kind you get. But that was really good. And then I got the maple bacon cinnamon roll, and they've got bomb cinnamon rolls. They're it not looked like, good. It was huge. Yeah, they're giant. Um, they're not expensive for what they are. I don't think. I think they're like five bucks maybe. Um, but you get like a good quality one. It's not just like over the top like brimming with cinnamon and sugar like it's in there but it's pretty like well balanced and lets like the toppings do the talking i think um and then it had like a maple glaze over top and little pieces of bacon like strips of bacon it was really good um and that biscuit was super good um a nice stencil biscuit um the chicken was good i can't tell how they battered it oh hmm. It wasn't like craggly yeah. or anything, and it also wasn't beer battered. Uh huh. But it was like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. No, it was good. So I had the breakfast burrito, and I really liked it. I think it had eggs and sausage, and there's some cilantro in there, and I don't know. It was it was really good, but um, I really was impressed because it was hot like it was hot when i bit into it it wasn't like burning your face off it but it was hot and a lot of times i feel like like you go places you order breakfast burrito and maybe it's either been sitting there or it sits there and you get it and sometimes like the eggs are in it or cold or whatever this was not this was Uh they made that to you could tell they made that to order yeah like you could tell Um, which was which is super super cool, and yeah. I really enjoyed that. And then we sat there for a little while talking and stuff. And then I decided I wanted a pastry, and I got up there and they had a chocolate croissant, and it was flipping delicious. It was, it was huge, a huge, huge. croissant, yeah. and they make all their. Did you say they make all they make all their pastries there? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything, and that croissant was flaky. It was buttery. The chocolate on it was mm. delicious. It was really, really, really good. Nice. Sometimes I get the, like the breakfast sandwich and I get it mm-hmm. on a croissant. Yeah, um, and then would recommend that too. With well, like a and little, um, sunny side up egg, yeah, or like over medium. And when I went up there, 
I was like, oh, I didn't, because I, I was like, first time there, sometimes you're like, uh, I, I, I looked online, so I know what I want to order, but then I didn't realize they kind of like had tater tots, and I probably would have gotten some tots, Do and I then I tots. saw I saw on the specials board, they had some kind of like potato thing that they were doing. I was like, oh, I would have got that too with the burrito, but mm-hmm. I go back again, like yeah. for sure, yeah, absolutely, because their mission their mission is, is awesome. Yeah. All the people that were working, they were super nice. Place was packed. Yeah. Super packed out, and it's big. Like it's three times the size of the one, like the original one that's over on Broadway, which is good because people were like out the door. Oh yeah, because like, we had finished our sandwiches, and and Sarah finished her her cinnamon roll, and you know again we're sitting there talking and having coffee or whatever, and you know every, I was like, and then I, I said, oh I wanted I want a chocolate croissant, and then every time I looked, like the line was backed all the way up. Yeah, <laughs> every like time. I was like, oh, I'm trying to. I was trying to wait for the line to get shorter. It probably took twenty minutes, at least. And it's not that they move slow. That's just how many people were in there. Well, and I will say too is for as many people as it was in there, they were getting food out like fast. It was fast and it was hot. Mm-hmm. Like I was impressed with how fast they got the food out, and then like the the quality of food is it was obvious that it had not been sitting around. Yeah, agreed. And their tots, I really like their tots. Probably not for everybody. It depends on what kind of tot you like. Mm-hmm. If you like a crunchy, borderline, like, over-fried tot, mm-hmm. don't get these tots. Okay. They're, like, a little bit more tender, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. But they come in the shape of little Tetris pieces, and oh, that makes me happy. I like that. And they're seasoned really well. Yeah. So they're just good tots. Okay. Tots. They're yeah. not crunchy, but, you know, they don't Some need to tots. Crunchy. No. Tots. No. It's tots, man. They need to be crunchy on the outside, soft on the inside. That's how I like mine. Not over crunchy though, yeah. like just a little crunchy. These aren't crunchy, I would say. Okay, but they're still good. Okay. That's good. Yeah, um, would recommend. But no, I just I recommend, and uh, and you know, again, if you're they don't have, I think we should just put that out there because of their mission, obviously because they're they're supporting recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, they do not have alcohol. They you know they don't serve any kind of alcoholic beverages. So right. if that's something you're looking for, then. They're not going to have that, no. but they have decent, pretty good coffee. Yeah. They have other variety of Coke's, Coke products and I think yeah. and water and, <laughs> and whatever else. Um, but the food, I mean, you know, forget the alcohol. The food is worth it going. Yeah, absolutely. And you can get all different kinds of cinnamon rolls. They, <clears throat> I think they have like seven or eight usually oh, they, just on the menu. They had so many pastries in that case. It was crazy how many pastries. They, they had this cheese this cheese Danish thing Ooh, I that, that I was eyeballing too I that like looked really Danish. good. Yeah. Um, they had some gluten-free stuff, I noticed. Oh, like yeah. Gluten-free yeah, cookies. Yeah. And maybe yeah. that's the only thing, but you know, they're yeah. trying. So, so we told, <laughs> both of us totally recommend, totally recommend. Oh, yeah. That place is, it's wonderful and the food is really good too. So it's uh, pretty much... A little bit of everything there, so they don't have any. Like it's not like a set. Like I will only do this kind of food, right? It's a little bit. I think of, they have their staples on their menu, yeah. But then it looks like they always have specials or whatever. And mm-hmm. I think they're they're only open till yeah. It's just a breakfast. Like, and yeah, lunch it's like a, spot. a breakfast brunch Maybe lunch spot. Like three, I think they're they're open till. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, highly rare. And if you go to the East End location, that parking lot, plenty of parking. It was huge. Tons and of parking. A bunch of other stuff. So there was like a nail salon and a gym, and, and there's a Commonwealth. <laughs> a cup of Commonwealth is there too. Oh, I'm is that. it's like right kind of adjacent to okay. DB8. Yeah, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, so there's several things over there. Nice. Yeah, that's a that was a that's a nice little corner of that area, which I know they're trying to fix up a little bit for sure. So I think that's a good spot for that place mm-hmm. too. Oh like yeah, absolutely. Like a little beacon there. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, it was obvi- it was packed. So yeah, yep. yeah. But yes, definitely recommend. Mm-hmm. So definitely go support them, support local, support recovery. Um, I'm fully supportive of all those things. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, if you're in a hurry, sometimes you just need some fast food, right? Always. Yes. So I found this article, and this is actually from the U.S. Sun, Uh not the U.K. Sun. (coughs) So it's not from the sun.co.uk? No, no. It's actually from the sun.com, and it actually says U.S. US Sun, Sun, right? Okay, so this is top fast food chain in America is named, and it's not McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, or Taco Bell. And I was a little bit, so I did read through this whole article, and I was a little bit stunned to find out who was number one. Okay. Yeah, so apparently, 
Every year, the internet polling firm YouGov releases its list of the most popular dining locations across the United States. The firm determines a chain's popularity based on the percentage of customers who reported having a positive brand perception. So, this is where we're getting this from, right? Baskin Robbins. Hell yeah. Has been crowned America's number one fast food chain. Number two on the list... Dairy Queen. Also, hell yeah. Followed by Wendy's. <laughs> and let me, let me say, so Taco Bell came in six. Too low. Subway, eight. Too, Too high. high. <laughs> 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 Way too high. McDonald's, number 10. Oh, well, that's too low, I feel like. Panera, 14. Panera. Chick-fil-A was 16th. I feel like Chick-fil-A is only a phenomenon that people like just lose their crap about in the South. Because they have them in other places and people are just like, yeah, there's Chick-fil-A. I'm going to go to In-N-Out. But based on this customer service survey, though? Oh, that's true. This is customer service. Right? Weird. Yeah. Well, they have quit saying my pleasure as much as they usually do. So, notable chains failed to make it to the top 20 rankings. Burger King. (laughs) Not surprised there. Everyone hates themselves when they work there. Chipotle. Oh, interesting. That's kind of surprising. Yeah, I've never had a bad I've never had a bad customer service experience in Chipotle. No. Now, I've had bad customers experience, like, you know, jerk customers or whatever when mm-hmm. I'm in line, but never like an employee. No. Right? No, no. And Starbucks failed to make the top 20. I could see that. Burger King just missed the cutoff ranking 21 out of 50. Chipotle was 24, and Starbucks was 36. I bet. No, this has never happened to me. I go to Starbucks a lot. You put what you give to them in niceness is what you're going to get back. So when you're nice to the people that work at these restaurants, they'll be nice back too because they're like, oh my God, right. someone that's actually not yeah, a Yeah, not a jerk. But they probably get, I'm sure they get so many of these stupid like custom TikTok orders every day that they probably just like scream at everybody when they right. walk up. Yeah. So that's probably why they're real low, and I would too. No, TikTok! (laughs) Get your stupid TikTok drinks out of here. The menu only. Only on the menu. Right. So 48 was Shake Shack, and Smoothie King was 49. Smoothie King? Yeah. We don't, do we, I don't think we have any Smoothie Kings, right? We used to, I feel like, but I don't think we do anymore. Yeah, I definitely never eat now. Yeah. So, so there you go. Baskin Robbins. I love the Baskin Robbins. I was surprised. I do too, and I haven't been, so... When I was growing up, Baskin Robbins was it, the only Baskin Robbins I ever knew was in the Florence Mall, mm-hmm. and that was a super like that was a real treat. Like when we go to the mall and get some Baskin Robbins, that was a that was a real treat. In Lexington, when I came to Lexington, there was a Baskin Robbins in the Tate's Creek Center, which I don't. It, it's not there anymore. No. Okay. So the only two Baskin Robbins now. Oh, I meant- I yes. Think, I think it is, yeah. I was thinking of the other Tate's Creek. Yeah, yeah, no, the t- Tate's... The one next to Malone. Yeah. That is there. Okay. There's three of them. Yeah. Then. So that was the old... That's a good one. That was the... I think there was one in the mall, Fate Mall, long, long ago, mm-hmm. but the one that we always would frequent was the one <coughs> at Tate's Creek Center. <laughs> yes. I was confused by that earlier. I was thinking yeah, of sorry. Like the Tate's Creek Center where like the Kroger and all that Yeah, is. no, 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 no. No, you're talking yeah. about the one on Lansdowne. Yes, Lansdowne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah where Fresh Market is and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I've been to that one. So now, so now we're up to three, right? In yes. Lexington, that one, Beaumont Center, Beaumont Center Richmond and Road. Richmond Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, Baskin Robbins, like, that. We, that that's where the only place, like, because we weren't, I guess, was I Dairy, we weren't really Dairy Queen. I don't even remember where that, maybe you had to go to Florence to go to Dairy Queen. And again, well, people Queen. from Burlington weren't driving all the way to Florence. So I tell you where we used to go for ice cream. When I, growing up was um and I can't blanking on the name of it now and it's right there it's like right before you get to the city of Florence proper and I'm totally blanking on it and we used to go in and get a vanilla soft serve with sprinkles and it was like the best thing ever um it started with an F and I'm totally blanking on the name anyway but Baskin Robbins when you go to Florence Mall was a treat <coughs> so what is your go to at Baskin Robbins. Um, I'm glad you asked. I have one particular go-to every single time. It never changes. Um, a mint chocolate chip milkshake. Medium. Always. See, mine was always a mint chocolate chip cone. Mm-hmm. But 
tell me that Baskin Robbins mint chocolate chip just doesn't <laughs> it hits different. It's good, yeah. It's it's the pure and only It's the it, pure. <laughs> it's the pure. It's the purest form of mint chocolate chip. It's the chip. purity control of mint chocolate chip. That's what it's the mecca of mint chocolate chip flavors. It is. Cuz other people, I mean, I appreciate that other people have the flavor cuz it is my favorite flavor. It's my, I mean, <laughs> I, it's, it's, I think I would consider that my favorite flavor, too. Graders is good, but they gussy it up. Like, they make it too fancy, which is fine. I still like it, but sometimes I don't want fancy. I just want simple. And, like, it's a good mix of the mint. It's a good mix. of, the, And they use the really thin shavings of chocolate. They're not big chunks yes. of chocolate. I don't... Especially when I'm having a milkshake. I don't want big chunks in my milkshake because it gets stuck in the straw. And I'm sorry, but the only true mint chocolate... Because remember when Breyers came out with ice cream? Like Breyers, right? Because yeah, yeah, it yeah. came out in like the mid-80s or late 80s or something, mm-hmm. right? And their whole thing was, oh, we're natural, right? Mm-hmm. And their mint chocolate chip wasn't green. Yeah. Screw that. Yeah. No, I needed to <laughs> no. be green. Basket, green. You know, you, that's how you know you're getting mint chocolate chip, yeah, right? Yeah, it's green. It's green. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the mint. Baskin Robbins green mint chocolate chip ice cream, man. It's Come so on. good. And it's not like I have it all the time, but like, I would say even, and I'm not one of these people that can't eat ice cream when it's cold. I had ice cream last night and it was delicious. And I will say vanilla bean haagen it's plain, but you know what? The vanilla bean, you have to get the bean one. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Um, so I had some of that. But if I'm really like craving a milkshake, maybe twice a year, I always go straight to the Baskin Robbins and get the mint chocolate chip milkshake. I mean, again, I think that is the that's that is where I discovered mint chocolate chip, I feel like. Yeah. And then I was confused if mint chocolate chip wasn't green. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I guess now my question is, is Baskin Robbins fast food? Like that's that's where this cuz yeah, when I, I saw cuz when I saw the article and I read the article, I was like, "Okay, I can understand the criteria and in, in that, but is Baskin Robbins? Fa- it's ice cream. Yeah, you know I don't. They don't have any other food. No, they don't. They have cakes, but you're but not eating the cake. They there. don't serve sandwiches or or anything like They're that. They're just scooping the ice cream out yeah. of the thing. I mean, truly, you can go to the grocery store and get the Baskin Robbins ice cream. Well, now you can. <laughs> Back in the day, you couldn't, but yeah. you know, like they just scoop it out. So I guess technically, because it's fast i don't know not to diminish the work of the fine teenagers that work at the basket robbins the 31 flavors but i mean it's not really it's not like they're throwing something on the grill and having to maintain the grill like they just have to wash the blender and wash the spoons yeah so i mean i don't i don't know if i call it fast food i mean it's just I've never thought of ice cream as fast food. I guess I think it should. I'm just like, oh, there's an ice cream Yeah. So I think it should have its own category. Ice cream, not. Ice cream, not fast food, right? Yeah. Well, and I'm afraid that I'm like really like drawing my eyes out here and I just want to make it abundantly clear. I didn't say ice cream. I said ice cream. Ice. Ice cream, but it lands somewhere in the middle. I don't care. Ice cream. Ice cream. We're from Kentucky. We like like that ice cream. Yeah. Not the chocolate <laughs> ice cream. And not that... Rub, don't even get me started on that referee soft no. serve. I, I can't even with no, that. No, no, no. That turd is calling the game there tomorrow. And he started talking about it in the last game. Get out. <gasps> That's just, you know... Jay Billis, we're talking about you and we're not happy. Back in the day, and I know I've talked about this, probably here and other places, whatever. You know, back in the day in the pep band, that was a thing that we went and got because you could get it quickly... You could eat it quickly. And it's only like $2. Yeah, it was like $2, right? And I believe where the band used to sit, which was in the prime seats at half court in the lower arena, um, the ice cream stand was literally like right there. Yeah. Right. It's like hidden in the little corner. Yeah. So, so, you know, back in the day, it was just kind of one of those convenient things that you could go, you could get it, you could eat it, and then you're done, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Now, it's... I don't know. It's just taken on a, this personality of its own that it doesn't deserve. When it was starting to like peak at like, not at the peak of its popularity, but it was creeping up there. I hadn't been to Rip Arena in a long time because I feel like, and this isn't at every basketball arena, but I feel like it's fair. And this is veering off food, so a little sidebar about Rep Arena. Rep Arena, of course, is historic. You should go there at least once. 
But if you've seen one game there, you've seen every game there. It's just a bunch of old farts sitting in the bottom and they just knit and read books and look mad all the time on TV. So it's not very exciting. But I had to go there for not a UK game. I went there to watch my niece play basketball. And I was like, you know what? We're here. I'm going to get this stupid ice cream. I don't even like soft serve, but I'm going to try it. It's better than the average soft serve, I would say, which is not saying much for me because I don't like soft serve. That's a weird, gross consistency. It might as well just be melted hot ice cream. But if you get all swirled, it's pretty good. But it's not life-changing. It's no Baskin-Robbins. And if Baskin-Robbins ever served me soft serve, I would never eat there. It's terrible. I don't like soft serve. But all that to say, the rep arena, you should try. You should go there once. You should try the soft serve there once. Then look, you've checked two things off your bucket list that you didn't know that you had to, had to do. And all because Jay Billis told you you had to. But, you know, he's out there pimping it out all the time on TV. But, yeah, try it once. <clears throat> That's not going to change your life, but, you know. At least you can say you tried it. If you've been there, just yeah. just get one. Yeah, I guess. But in the Pantheon of Ice Cream, it is it is Subway <laughs> tier. Yeah, <it's, laughs> and Subway was it's way in the D tier. Subway was way too high on that list. Yeah, we can at least agree on that. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Interesting about the Chick Fil A and the like. Yeah. Like customer service stuff. Yeah. Um, I have noticed that though lately when I've been like they used to like beat you over the head with my pleasures and all mm-hmm. this. Kind of dropped know. off. It's dropped off a lot. I'm mm. not going to say they never say it, mm. but I'd say one out of every 10 of them say it. Interesting. Sometimes they'll be like, thanks, man. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, buddy. Or, yeah, thanks. Maybe yeah, they, no problem. Maybe they've gotten lax on it. <clears throat> maybe they've maybe they've lightened up the reins on that a little bit. Maybe. Mm. I stopped by and got some for uh, some of my friends at work the other day on the way in. And mm. that lady said it to me, but it was the first time I'd said okay. it. Once I ordered something there and it came out to $6.66. And the guy was like, most people order something else when this happens. And I was like, not me. I'm not going to. And he said, Satan. And he said, hell yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I like this. So, you know, I, I haven't been to Chick-fil-A since football season was over. Because that's, that's our thing that we do. We, mm-hmm. we, we order off the app. We get our breakfast at the Chick-fil-A's. And then we meet Bob at the tailgate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Chick-fil-A is just like getting dinner there. Like when I would go through drive through, I'd be like, I get a bag of salad and make nugs. And get a bottle of Chick-fil-A sauce at Walmart for cheaper than I can go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Right. True. For usually what we eat at Chick-fil-A. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I think it is time for some segment that America likes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's one of them. Um, yeah, it's time for... Everybody wants to try some food. Um, yeah, and we don't have any Chick-fil-A food on here, which, you know, I, I'm i not upset that it's not here. But at the same time, if it was here, I'd, I would eat it. I, I don't hate it. It's good. I'm good. not. No, it's, it's no not, we're not. We're not. Like, we're not hating on it. No, it's just that because again, I got it for what? What? How many home games the UK have? Seven? seven. Got it for seven. Seven weeks. Can we all agree? And I say this as a Stanley Cup owner. Can we agree that Chick Fil A is the Stanley Cup of fast food? Maybe close to it, possibly. Maybe in this area, it's close in the south. It's almost a Taylor Swift. And I whispered that. So I am not going to like enhance that. So you (laughs) have to listen close. Yeah. So, all right. So, what we got on the table today? Um, Well, we've talked about one of these things before on uh, Girls Beer Sports, if you listen and you should. Excuse me. Um, But this is one of the new Oreo flavors for the season. So, this is the black and white cookie flavor. Um, For anyone not familiar with the black and white cookie, it's a very much a staple of New York delis. Um, I haven't been to New York, so I haven't had an authentic one, but they sell them at the hospital cafeteria. (laughs) So I've had them there. They're fine. It's just a doughy cookie with some icing. But uh Gary would be so disappointed. Yeah, our boy our be. boy Gary up in Brooklyn would be so disappointed. Gary, send me a real one. <laughs> I need a real one. I have to go to New York at some point anyway, like I as a foodie. Yeah. Like we're we're gonna we're gonna have to go and like Gary's gonna show us all the cool spots. I would love that. That would be great. But um because we're not in New York and I have to eat them at the cafeteria. They're fine. But um, this is the golden Oreo with half white icing, half black icing. So, 
I don't know. It was fine. It tasted like a cookie with icing. Yeah. Honestly, I would, I, you know, and as as far as I know, I've never had like an authentic black and white cookie either, either. right? But, you know, I've seen Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or Jerry, Jerry, Uh, Jerry gets it. Look to the cookie and then he, the, the, he has to throw up after he eats the cookie and it's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. But because we're waiting for the bobka. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottom line is, uh, it looked like a sugar cook, giant big sugar cookie, mm-hmm. like an oversized sugar cookie with black and white icing on it, right? It's, yeah, and it's a line right down the middle, yeah. so it's literally half black and half So white. this just tasted like a basic cookie with icing on it. It was fine. I think the, the, the... Uh, the what they were going for like the gimmick or you mm. know just trying to capitalize on the black and white cookie yeah. type of thing uh <coughs> was better than the cookie if i was going to get this yeah. i would not get it again i would just buy oreos sure um i feel like like it's obviously oreo icing in the middle but it felt like a little like softer yeah it was it was more of a like almost a buttercream icing yeah. than a regular oreo or, icing like somewhere between a buttercream or like a royal icing yeah because they use royal icing on mm-hmm. top of that i think and the cookie like the real cookie is not like a hard crunchy cookie like it was like a, a softer, softer sugar cookie right yeah um <coughs> i've seen uh videos of them making them on that like uh food insider mm-hmm. they've shown like like an authentic place in New York, making like big batches of them, and you can order them from New York. And have them shipped to your house. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to do that, but you know, that's available. I would do that before <laughs> I bought the black and white Oreos again. I think maybe one day we'll do something like that, like get like authentic cookies shipped to us, or like get an authentic like Chicago cheesecake. That Gold Belly's expensive, so we'll probably have to go have these in. Yeah, we we'll gotta save our money up for yeah. Gold Belly. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's lots of good stuff. They have deep dish pizza on there too. I think so. they have a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. but this, these were fine. I mean, if you yeah. like if you like a go, cookie go with icing, they're fine. <coughs> I don't see anything like authentic about them in terms of a black and white cookie, right? Right. Um, yeah, and I don't love golden Oreos. Like they're fine, but if I want to have an Oreo, like, I want it to be the chocolate. Oreo. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they're fine. They're fine. There's some other ones that are floating around out there. These were the only ones I've seen um, in the wild in the southern part of Lexington. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I grabbed them up like a month ago, honestly. But <clears throat> but we had some other stuff. If you if you first. like just if you like a cookie with icing, these are the cookies for you. Yep. Yep. Agreed. And then I got these next things based off of an episode of Good Mythical Morning. So sometimes they will try an entire line of a product. So this time they tried all of the offerings from Snyder's of Hanover's pretzels. And this was one of their favorites. So this is the pretzel pieces and they're the honey, mustard, and onion. I love <coughs> Snyder's of Hanover pieces. Mm-hmm. I really like that just the honey standard honey mustard. Yeah. But actually, these are really good. Yeah. Because sometimes w- with the standard honey mustard, it's a lot Sweet. of honey mustard. Like it's 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 coated, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of coating. These have a good balance, so they're not super oniony. They're not super honey mustardy. They're kind of tangy. Um, pl- you know, plus, plus you also get, you can taste the pretzel. Sometimes when you get those, just the straight honey mustard ones, yeah. like it's literally, it's just a honey mustard bomb, right? Mm. Um, these are, no, they're really good. I like them. Would, would get. Yeah, they're good. Um, and I do like the pieces too, cause sometimes, I don't know. I'm not like a huge pretzel lover. I like the pieces too, because sometimes the Snyder's pe- pretzels can be too thick. Yeah. And like they're you can get them where they're like the full on like big thick pretzels in there and that would be like too much let's dry my mouth out i already have a dry mouth if you couldn't tell from the ninety thousand times i've coughed um having a dry mouth moment but that doesn't usually help but these aren't like super salty they're very flavorful um and i love salt but sometimes salt's not good when you're having a dry mouth moment um but yeah they're good they also really enjoyed on Good Mythical Morning the um, buttermilk ranch, I think, in the jalapeno ranch, and they had a seasoned one too, but I couldn't find that one at the Kroger. Also, yeah, li- I also like them because they're crunchy but not over crunchy. Sometimes I think those pretzels, like the real thick pretzels, they can be too crunchy. Mm-hmm. Like I want to crunch, but I don't want one to feel like I'm going to break my teeth off. Yeah, and I don't really love the little thin pretzels either. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like they're worse for making your mouth dry than like these pieces yeah. are. Uh, I, I do. I like the pieces. I like the pieces too because the pieces tend to get an evener, a more evener, evener a more even amount. Really in the over there. <laughs> a more Evenor. even amount of uh, like spice coating or whatever on. Yeah, for sure. They don't skimp on the flavors. Like it's not like punching you in the face with flavor. No, which is but it's subtle, good, which I like. Yeah. yeah, no, they're good. We we'll recommend. Then, uh, I famously don't like onions, but honestly, it's the onion texture. Like, onion flavor, I really like onion flavor. Mm-hmm. And I think that really balances out this, like, sweetness of this honey mustard, and which it's, you need. And it's super subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that onion is just a hint. You can tell it's there, but it's not, like, overpowering there. So, yeah, I would recommend definitely those. Those are good. Yeah, and they have, like, tons of flavors. They have, like, 25 or 30 flavors. Oh, they had buffalo um, wing was another one they had. At the I store. feel like I've had mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Um, cause John really likes that one. We used to buy, we used to buy the pretzel pieces all the time, but I feel like that John really liked the, um, Buffalo one. Nice. Good. I almost got that one, but it's a good, same again, it's a, it's a good Buffalo flavor, but it can be a little bit overpowering. Yeah. And at my house for my own personal consumption, I got Ooh. some dots. Okay. Pretzels, which I know you're a fan Love of. Love dots. Um, but I got the cinnamon sugar ones because I'd never had those before. Oh, they're, they're delicious. <clears throat> they're they good. are freaking good. They're not overly sweet. No. Like, they're not cloyingly sweet. They're, so you can eat a lot of them. They're delicious. Yeah, I yeah. like them a lot. That, and they had seasoned ones, too. And I was like, I kind of want to get some seasoned ones. But I'm not the biggest pretzel fan, so I okay. figured they would just sit in now, there and not get eaten. That Subway footlong churro can suck it because yeah. the dots, cinnamon, and sugar pretzels are basically like churro in pretzel form mm-hmm. and easier to carry around. <laughs> and cinnamon sugar is uh, the best combo anyway of anything. Right, yeah. So. They're really good. I've had them. It's like that and sour cream and onion. Mm. Great. Mm-hmm. I- we should do that sometime. Our favorite iconic oh, flavor. we should. I like that. Got a lot of different topics going on this uh, this show mm-hmm. for future shows. Mm-hmm. All right, producing on the fly. Well, I think it's time for the next America's favorite whatever yes. segment. It's time for our hinky history lesson. <laughs> okay, so it is Mardi Gras season. Or carnival season, you know, depending on where you are. The next time I record is going to be Fat Tuesday. (gasps) Is it the 13th? It's the 13th. Okay. So, yeah, 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 buddy. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, y'all know I love me some Mardi Gras. We have, we have been to a parade in uh, in New Orleans. It was super fun. We've been down there during Mardi Gras season. It's so much fun. Can't Mm -hmm. recommend enough. Uh, We need to go back at some point. So, since it is Mardi Gras slash Carnival season, I thought I would do the history of a Mardi Gras staple, which is the king cake. Ooh, I love king cake. Yes, I do also <laughs> love king cake. And this is from, actually, kind of, I have a, I have two articles. I may pick up something from one of them, because I don't think this, the delicious dot com one that i have is good Mm -hmm. but it didn't give me some of the information that i was looking for so anyway so this is from delish.com the surprising history of king cake and the plastic baby which is very important it is yes you want the baby in this yes so the story of the sweet bready cake is all in the name the confections roots can be traced back to european pre-christian pagan harvest celebrations that's how far back this thing goes right Mm -hmm. One element of these celebrations was sacrifice. Every year, a man was chosen as the sacred king. He was treated like a king for a year, and then at the end, sacrificed to ensure a successful Ooh, harvest. This is like the Wicker Man, kind of, <laughs> or the lottery. You well, know, if you and, will. And the liquor man. And the liquor man. The, the, you're not even in the liquor. No, the person. Not in, the, in the Wicker Man, though, <laughs> they only did it if the harvest didn't produce the year. Before. Ah, okay, okay. To determine the king, several men in the community gathered in a cake that contained one coin or bean. Whoever received the slice with the trinket was deemed the winner, right? <laughs> Quote, unquote, winner. Uh. The tradition continues today. Of course, most people have abandoned the sacrificial events. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, let's bring it back. When Christianity <laughs> extended its influence and displaced other religions, the king cake was adopted into the Christian tradition. The cake was used to honor the biblical three kings whose journey to Bethlehem to greet the baby Jesus took 12 days, hence the 12 days of Christmas. The cake was served at celebrations during the 12-day season. 
When French settlers came to Louisiana in the 18th century, they brought their traditions such as the king cake, which was at the time served during Epiphany. Mm-hmm. It was not until the 19th century when an Epiphany, for those who it's don't the know, five weeks after right, Christmas, because that's when actually the wise men came, yep. g- got there, right? They so, didn't get there at Christmas. Technically, they got there after. I believe we're either if I calendar in my head is it's close, right, yeah, we're either on the fourth or fifth week of yeah. Epiphany, yeah. So it's coming to a close. Yes, it was not until the 19th century when Mardi Gras overtook Epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> as the enthusiastic celebration that the cake became associated with the holiday. Today's traditional king cake is a twisted ring of brioche-like cake covered in icing or sugar in the Mardi Gras colors of green, gold, and purple. Cajuns tend to take the cake to the next level by deep fat frying it and filling it with cream cheese and praline, which sounds delicious and I've never had. Mm. At a king cake party, the cake still contains a traditional trinket, usually a small baby, which some say represents the baby Jesus. There's another more entertaining theory that a local bakery in New Orleans bought a very large shipment of French porcelain babies in the 1950s. (laughs) In an effort to use them up, (laughs) they inserted them into the cakes in place of the usual bean or small plastic king. Receiving the slice containing the trinket is no longer a death sentence. Today, it either elevates the recipient to the king or queen of the party... That title does not come without obligation, though. The king or queen is required to either provide the king cake next year or host the next party. Now, I have heard that before. Mm -hmm. So let me go over to this other article because I wanted to tell people about... Well, while you're looking for the other Mm -hmm. article, I have one question and then an observation. Yes. Not an observation, but a comment. Um, Why did they order... Even one porcelain baby. I, I don't know. I don't know. And also, didn't we go last year to Shamrocks and have that? We did. And, and have that awesome king. That it, was the best. King. But it wasn't a king cake. It, it wasn't brioche. It was just a cake. It was just a super awesome cake. It was a super was awesome a, cake. Amazing cake. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't the bready cake. Like, it was a full-on cake and it was super moist and I loved oh, it. Oh, it was delicious. It. But it wasn't a king cake. No. And people, if if somebody from New Orleans, Louisiana, or like Lower Alabama or Lower Mississippi would have been there, they probably would have punched somebody in the face for calling it a king cake. Probably, but I, <laughs> and did they call it a king cake? I think they, they called it a spice cake. No, they, they, they called it. it uh, yeah. Well, that shame on them. But it was a great cake. It was a good cake. So I wanted to tell you like what the colors represented. Mm-hmm. So this is from Southern Living. Gold represents power green is associated with faith and purple illustrates justice Mm. so king cake is baked actually without a center Hmm. so again they also this article also talks about the baby inside the king cake and they say there are two theories some believe the plastic baby is symbol of baby jesus other because of the the religious connection Mm mm-hmm Others believe the popular New Orleans lore which suggests that an elaborate cake was served with bean or ring placed inside during the commemoration of King's Ball in colonial Louisiana. Whoever found the bean or trinket in his or her slice of cake would be crowned the king or queen of the ball leading up to the lavish finale of Mardi Gras. Rather than a bean or expensive ring, the plastic plastic effigy is mostly used today as an emblem of good luck. Mm-hmm. Though as history would have it, the lucky individual who scores a piece of cake, baby inside... Said to gain favor, also tasked with hosting and buying the next cake, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, th- there's an interesting, I don't know, there's a lot of interesting lore about the, the baby and the cake. Mm-hmm. But, you know, generally I think the cake is supposed to be brioche. Yeah. yeah. And I've definitely, every other one I've had has been. And they're all delicious. Uh, Gummo Yaya has a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that spice cake, that was... Um, disguised as a king cake was right. also very good. Yeah. Well, and I will also say, so, um, you know, I'm on Facebook, but I only look at groups. Mm-hmm. And I guess I talked about New Orleans to somebody within earshot of a computer or phone at some point. <laughs> and so now what's popping up in my group's feed, which I'm not even mad at, right, yeah. is a lot of these travel New Orleans, New Orleans uh, group things, right? Mm-hmm. And I do agree with this sentiment also, which neither of the ar- these articles talk about. But if you have a king cake, the knife has to stay in the box. That seems to be a tradition. You have a knife that you cut it with, 
and the knife stays in the box. Wow, then I've been really following that tradition my whole life. And every time I've had a cake in a cake holder or a cake box, I just leave the knife in there for the next time. You know, why dirty up right? several knives when you can just have the one knife in there? And I, I like when I... Is that gross, maybe? But no, when I, fir- when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Because what cake in a box wouldn't you leave a knife yeah. in? Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was a weird way of saying yeah. it, but why yeah. wouldn't you leave the knife in yeah, there? Yeah, why wouldn't you leave the knife in there? Yeah. Come on, let's not waste our soap. Exactly. We have to save it. It's a very expensive yeah. to get dishwasher. But soap. king cake really is delicious I if you've never had cake. it. So yeah. Recommend. Mm-hmm. But there you go. History of king cake. Love it. I had that thought earlier today that ooh, the next podcast recording is Mardi Gras. Love Pat it. Cake. Love it. So maybe we will find something to eat that's related to that we'll see only time can tell we can't tell the future although i wish we could sometimes i could I'd skip this week <laughs> i would skip a lot of things um but yeah so that was a good history and these are good snacks and this was a yeah it's fun episode show. good show yes uh my mood is better now so. mine is too yeah at least for the time being yes for now. <laughs> we'll see um, but yeah, before we leave, we'll talk about what we're drinking. Um, just because I can't prove Scott wrong, I did get a Baja Blast, a zero sugar one even. And? It tastes the same. Does it, it taste same? It, so, because sometimes bottle and fountain does not taste same. Well, I'll tell you this much, Carrie. Every time I've gotten... <laughs> A drink from Taco Bell, it's the wateriest drink I've ever had in my life. I don't know what it is that they do. Like, you know, at McDonald's, they have the special, like, right, yeah. nitrogen and so carbon, good. like, mixture and gas inside the little, like, machine. They just must have a straight up, like, look like gaseous water steam thing in there taco bell just like screw it maybe it's just the taco bell go to i don't think it is but literally i don't usually get baja blast when i go there i'm tell you i get diet mountain dew um but it just tastes like it almost tastes like diet mountain dew that's been sitting in that waxy paper cup but they haven't had waxy paper cups in 15 years it's been a while yeah it just tastes like water with a <laughs> It's water with a smack of Mountain Dew in it. <laughs> so, All right. It's, it doesn't taste good coming out of the fountain. I prefer it from the bottle, but it tastes... Honestly, it's the zero sugar one, but it still tastes like Baja Mountain Dew. It hasn't changed. This is the 20th anniversary. It says so on the bottle. I'm sorry. The 20th Baja-versary. Baja-versary? That's hard to say. Um, so, yeah, if you want some uh, Baja gear, I guess you can go to MountainDew.com or... Get a bottle and scan the QR code. There's several of them, so good luck figuring out which one to scan. <clears throat> but, yeah, it's uh, there. It still tastes like uh, what I assume Baja, California tastes like, and here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I'm not going to lie. I had a couple of pours of uh, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof that were very good. Uh, but in addition to that, um, I also had the... Clearly, or the clearly American, clear American, Walmart fizzy water, white grape, and I think I've had this before, but I think it hasn't been fizzy. Mm. I think it went flat. This is no, this is fizzy. It was super cold, and I was super glad for that because I was really thirsty when I got home. So I was really happy. Um, But the bottom line is, you know, okay. So this is what it tastes like. This is my best description of it. And I'll see if, Sarah, see if this makes sense to you. So, you know when you see something, like, that's purple, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that tastes like grape, mm-hmm. and then you have this this way it's supposed to taste in your mind, mm-hmm. that's how this tastes. So, it tastes like uh, white? No, it tastes like grape. It just tastes like grape. Like, it tastes like grape, <laughs> but, like, artificial grape is supposed to taste, mm. but not in a bad way. Yeah. Like, in a popsicle good way. Huh. Like it almost, it almost tastes like a purple grape popsicle. Is that's what I'll say? Oh, there you go. There I got there. Purple grape popsicle. Interesting. It's good. Okay. I like it. Yeah, I feel like I've had that flavor before. Um, it's not bad. Um, I never thought purple grape popsicle, but to each their own. Yeah. No, I I like it. Cool. Good. Well, 
and uh, we like you folks. So if you like us and you, you want to support us, give us a little follow on Twitter and Instagram at HungryNKY. You can send me an email, HungryNKY at gmail.com. No more of those bots, please. I'm tired of that. Um, and then you can check out Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats on Twitter and Facebook at Hungry in Kentucky. And our website is bbandeats.com. And then you can find this podcast every other Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts. So give us a little follow Rinsky or follow or whatever you want to call it. Smash that like button. <laughs> whatever it is that they say on YouTube. All the bros say, smash that like button, subscribe, <laughs> or follow, or whatever they're calling it these days. So I can't keep up. Me neither. Uh, where we find you at, Carrie? On Twix at GRLS Beer Sports. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. Alrighty. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.